Will you bow your heads in prayer with me? God, we ask uh, that your spirit would be here, that you would comfort our hearts, that you would renew our spirits. We ask all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Red October. You all know what Red October is? Have you heard about Red October? It's in the city of Philadelphia. Everyone gets excited when it is Red October. For those who don't know what Red October is all about, uh, it is when the Philadelphia Phillies, it's a baseball team, they start playing in the playoffs. We call it Red October, and the entire city is just electric. The opposing teams uh, who are playing against Philadelphia, they don't particularly like playing in our city um, because the players, they say that the fans are the most obnoxious, hostile people that they ever encounter, and we wear it with pride, right? Yeah, even the, uh, the, some of the nationally rated uh, sports commentators, they talk about how difficult it is to play in Philly because everybody just goes a little crazy. Just a little crazy. Um, last month, uh, Kristen is not into sports. That's my wife. As much as I am, I'm glued to the TV when sports are on. And she was doing something and she was passing by and she made a comment. She said it was Red October and she, I think I should forgive her for saying this. She said, is no one sitting? I said, it's playoffs. No one sits. You all stand and you cheer. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. That's a Philly thing, right? Like, everybody is there cheering for their team to win. Everybody is yelling, and it is incredible. This past year, I had the privilege of going to uh, a playoff game with my daughter, Samara, and we were there. We were there in our gear. We got these red towels, and we were booing, and we were cheering, and it was incredible. They were playing the Atlanta Braves, and um, the bats were hot. We scored 10 runs. Atlanta scored mere two, and we yelled and cheered. There were a few tense moments, but it was great. It was great to be there, and it was absolutely awesome. We screamed, and we screamed, and giggled, and laughed. It was a good day. A buddy of mine who lives in the Philadelphia uh, area, dearest friend of mine, uh, we're very close, um, uh, and he is a Pirates fan. Um, and that means that he's never been to a playoff game. <laughs> so he was curious, and he asked me this simple question. He asked this question. He said, hey, Johnson, like, is it really like that loud and that obnoxious? Like, from the TV, like, you know it's loud, but is it really that loud? And I said, man, it's so much worse. It is so much louder. It is so awesome. Right? My daughter and I had the privilege of witnessing this, and it was incredible. When I use the word awesome, I don't think I'm doing justice to what we had witnessed. So this morning, as we are looking at our scriptures, friends, I want you to hold this image, if you will. This image of you cheering for your favorite team. 
that maybe you are cheering with excitement that you felt when your team won. I want you to hold that emotion in your hearts, in your hands, in your heart, in your soul when that event took place. It could be you could be watching that on TV or you could be on the sidelines on a soccer field cheering for your team. You could have been watching this game from a distance. I want you to hold that feeling in your hearts today of that excitement. Of when you say yes and you take the towel and you scream at the TV, I want you to hold that in your hearts as I read these words from Revelations chapter 7 verse 9. After this I looked and behold a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne of God, before the Lamb, clothed in white, with palm branches in their hands, and crying with a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne, and around the elders, the four living creatures, and they fell on their face before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory, wisdom and thanksgiving and honor, power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Here there's a crowd that is gathered as the Apostle John is writing the book of Revelation. And this crowd is cheering and yelling. They're yelling some beautiful, wonderful things. This crowd is so big that you can't count it. It is filled with people from every tongue and tribe. Every accent and language is present. And they are yelling one thing. They're only cheering one thing. Salvation belongs to our God. That's what they're yelling. And I think I can be forgiven for saying this today. I think this crowd that John looked up in the sky, they might have been a little louder than the Philadelphia fans. They were standing before the throne of God and they were saying, salvation belongs to your God, John. Salvation belongs to our God. This was their cheer. Salvation belongs to our God. And these individuals were clothed in white and they were waving palm branches. I wonder why they were cheering. What happened that they were cheering? Why were they not wearing red? Instead, they were wearing white. Why were they waving palm branches? Friends, these individuals that John is having this vision for, these individuals, they have been through a great tribulation. And now they're cheering before our God. These individuals have experienced trials that we cannot comprehend. And now they are victorious. And they are singing, salvation belongs to our God. They're clothed in white. That means these individuals have been given a new identity. Their identity is because Jesus Christ has forgiven them and has given them a new clothing, a new identity. 
and they are waving palm branches as a symbol of saying, we have done it. And they are able to say this because of what Christ has done for them. These individuals are rescued from their trials and their tribulations that they faced while they were living on the earth. And now in their new identity, they shout that Jesus is Lord and salvation belongs to our God. Bowing down before God, not sitting down and cheering that they are victorious. Today we gather to celebrate All Saints Sunday. Today we pause and we remember for those who are part of our community, who are part of our lives. Today we remember their laughter. Today we remember them that they were uniquely created by God. Who they were were completely unique. They had their quirks. We remember the good times. We remember the challenges that we've experienced together. Today is a day that we remember and we celebrate. Acutely aware of the loss that we are experiencing. The grief of their absence is felt in a deep way in our hearts. And yet today we come to celebrate. We come to celebrate knowing that those who are part of our community have gone ahead and are in God's presence with a new identity, waving palm branches and singing. The trials that they faced on the earth are not part of their lives anymore. The tears that they shed, the hurts that they carried, and the pain that they experience is no longer part of their lives. Friends, this is the amazing promise that is given to all who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And then this is what John tells us. They, therefore, they are before the throne of God and they serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them in their presence. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst anymore. The sun shall not strike them, nor the scorching heat. The lamb is in the midst of the throne, and they will, and the lamb is in the midst of their throne, will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to the springs of living water. God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. The God who sits on the throne is going to provide shelter for them. The sun will not hurt them. They shall no longer hunger. They shall no longer thirst. That means they are not in need. All their desires have been fulfilled because they are in God's presence. They are guided by the shepherd. And I love these words. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is God's doing. This is what God promises to do to the saints that we have come to celebrate today. In the midst of our grief of losing a loved one, let us be reminded what they are doing right now in Christ's presence. Ultimately, God continues to provide them, sheltering them, giving them springs of living water, wiping away every tear. Today we gather to celebrate this hope 
that we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We can see in here this wonderful, wonderful message, this beautiful picture that is there before us. We can come to an end for this morning's meditation right here. We can truly end with that beautiful picture. We can end right now. Growing up, most of my theology was about this. How wonderful heaven was. How glorious heaven was. As children, we were taught to confess our sins. Say the sinner's prayer. Say yes to Jesus. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And our goal was to go to heaven. That was it. Because heaven is a wonderful place. An amazing place. That was our goal. Then, later I learned this phrase in seminary called realized eschatology. It's a fancy word. Eschatology means the study of end times. The study of end times. And Revelation is a book that talks about the end times. So eschatology essentially means reading from the book of Revelations. What will happen at the end of life? How will things come to an end? But realized eschatology, the way it was described to me is, it is here and not yet. That the kingdom of God somehow is present with us and is not quite fully fulfilled. I want us to hold that image. The here and the not yet. Living in that space. We're not quite arrived there, but we're almost close. I want us to have that image. This morning, I want to offer this image as a community of faith. That this community, this church called Mount Hope United Methodist Church, is a diverse group of people. Our youth group is one of the most diverse groups that you will ever encounter. At one point, some of the leaders counted and they said that there were five different nations and races represented in our youth group. And that is incredible when you think about it. We are living into the glory of what is yet to be a multitude of people. May we as a community of faith say that we at Mount Hope are rich and are poor. We are white and are black and are Asian and Mexican. We are all together declaring God's presence. We are all together having the same cheer where we are screaming, salvation belongs to our God. And we are saying that God has given each one of us a new identity because we belong to Jesus. Each one of us, God looks at us and he says, I have clothed you with righteousness, meaning that Christ is not holding our sins against us. He has forgiven us and he has given a new identity. This morning, I'm reminded that some of us are going through trying times. We're experiencing hardships, trials. Life might not be very joyful at the moment. For those, may you read this scripture. That the God that we worship is the one that will make you victorious. May you cling to what I'm about to read from our holy scripture. Verse 16, they shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. 
The sun shall not strike them, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb is in the midst of the throne and will be their shepherd. May we cling to these words, knowing that God will provide for us, that we will not be in a place of need. We will not hunger or thirst. The sun will not strike us. And God will be our shepherd and guide who will provide protection and lead us to victory. May God guide you to springs of living water. May God be present with you in your times of trial. And may you be victorious right here, right now. I hope you can cling to this promise that God is going to make us victorious. May you cling to this hope that God will fight every battle that you are facing, that God will provide for you. May you be reminded of this truth, that God will wipe away every tear that is running down your cheeks. Whether these tears that we shed today is because life is hard or because we've lost a loved one, may God wipe them away so that we as a community of faith can come together, every tribe and every nation, as Mount Hope Church, and sing and declare God's goodness. May we cheer and may we celebrate the victories that God has given as we worship together and say, yes, God has been good to me. God is good to me and God will be good to me. May we cheer as loudly as we can celebrating God's victories in our lives. Let us pray. God, we thank you for your word that lifts us up. God, may your cheer be on our tongues. May you be lifted up. May you reign victorious in our lives. Thank you for the saints who have gone before us. May they rejoice in your presence. In your name we pray. Amen.